0: Welcome to week 15 podcast here fantasy football season is now we aren't just trying to make the playoffs. We're here to win them week 15 listeners. Welcome back. Hey, first of all, I want to talk about something we're going to do next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about champions trophies and punishments. Whatever you did in your fantasy football league last year, we want to hear about it. Be on the lookout for a post on our Instagram as well as our Facebook group that we just started, uh, Week 15 Podcast. Look us up. Um, we want to see pictures. We want to see videos. We want to see uh, your comments with stories on how you guys served out punishments for whoever gets last. And we want to see those trophies for whoever gets first.
1: And we'll share some of our stories with you guys. Oh, yeah.
0: Good stuff coming. Good stuff coming. Tyler, go ahead and start me off with some wins.
1: Yeah, so my win uh, Saturday, uh, Dylan, who was on the podcast, and then Scott, we all went to a place in Kokomo called Ralphie's. It's a golf simulator. You know, we hit some golf balls. in Right next to a card shop, right? Yeah, right next to a card shop. So we had a lot of fun hitting some golf balls. You can't lose them in a golf simulator.
0: <laughs> True. You can't lose golf
1: balls. So I, I really like playing the simulators. Uh, ate some good pizza. Shout out to Ralphie's. A lot of fun in there. Uh, Johnny, how about you? Give me a win.
0: Yeah, so we spent this last weekend camping, which is like my all-time favorite getaway uh, where we can go and just kind of unwind from reality. My favorite thing about the campground we go to is that there's like no phone service, so uh, we can't get anything, which was a little bit of a challenge because my wife's podcast just launched Missing Midwest. Um, It's about missing people in the Midwest, and uh, episode one launched Saturday, so we had to come back because we were dying to know the you oh, know, yeah. the, the analytics from how the episode was doing. So we had to come back into normal life to check our computers and everything. But, but overall, I love spending time at the campground with my family and leaving my phone in the camper because it doesn't work there.
1: <laughs> and I loved the episode,
0: Kayla, so well done. Yeah, killing it, killing it. She's a boss. This podcast is a So Will I Studios production. So Will I Studios is a podcasting brand founded by my wife and I. We plan on launching multiple podcasts this year, each with the intention of promoting positivity and critical thinking. This brand will cover over each podcast. We will have one YouTube channel, So Will I Studios. There will also be one Instagram account that links to all of the others. Follow us on Instagram at so.will.i.studios. We are so excited for this new journey. We can't wait to share with you.
1: Topic number one for this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the extra players on your roster. (laughs) So tight ends, kickers, and defense, we're going to give you some of our thoughts. Uh, We're going to start off with tight ends. Um, We feel that there are five or six guys that are worth drafting. And then if you don't get one of those five or six guys, you should just punt the position. Take it with your second or third to last pick in your draft and then just uh, play the fantasy uh, waiver wire. Uh, so I have broken this up into three tiers of my own. I know Johnny would like to add his sixth guy who's, who he is high on. Um, but tier one is Travis Kelsey. By which, a lot. Which we all know. Um, if you look at the stats from last year, he is just an absolute positional advantage. If you have Kelsey on your team, you are winning the tight end matchup for the week like 85% of the time. He,
0: he was second in the league last year in receiving touchdowns. 12. And, and,
1: and I've heard this said a lot. Uh, if you have Travis Kelsey, he, he's like a wide receiver. You know, I I didn't look up where he would have finished if he was a wide receiver, but I guarantee you it, w- it would have been top 10. Yeah. Um, so Kelsey in a tier all by himself. And then tier two for me is Mark Andrews. And those two guys kind of stand alone in their own tier for me. And then um, quick note on Andrews, his uh, stats from last year are a little deflated, but he missed a couple of games. And then as we all know, Lamar was down for a good portion of the year last year, so I expect a bounce back here from him. Tier three is is kind of where um, you get more than one name. T.J. Hawkinson, George Kittle, and Dallas Goddard are in uh, tier three uh, for me. And then I know Johnny would like to throw Darren Waller in there. He's pretty high on him with uh, Daniel Jones. I do
0: like his fit with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, kind of the RPO system that they've been trying to master over the last couple of years. And then you put. Uh, you know, Brian dabble in there. Think about how many red zone touches Dawson Knox has had in the past. Um, I think they're going to use Darren Waller very well. And they went and got him. So that says something about him. Absolutely. Anytime
1: a coaching staff goes and gets a guy, we should, we as fantasy managers should pay attention.
0: And again, I think I look at Darren Waller and then I look at the rest of the guys on the list and there's such a separation between him and the others. I go ahead and put, I'm with you. I'm putting him at the bottom of tier three, but, um, you know, those names you mentioned there, I wanted to point out some stuff about George Kittle. Um, George Kittle was actually tied for third in the league with receiving touchdowns, believe it or not. Yep. Travis Kelsey had 12. George Kittle had 11. I do think he fits in tier three um, behind Andrews for the simple fact of uh, you know production. He only played 15 games, but he had almost half of the receptions that Travis Kelsey did, almost half of the yards that um, Travis Kelsey had. So uh, I do think that Travis Kelsey stands alone, um, and then Mark Andrews is in that number two spot. But, uh, you know, we'll see. With the, the, I've, I've always said um, when there's a quarterback controversy, tight ends thrive yep. because that is the guy you can force it into the most often. When you know you have to get some completions, your tight end becomes your best friend. Um, so I do like George Kittle. I think I have him at tight end three for me. So I think it's like Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle,
1: Hawkinson Goddard. Hawkins
0: Goddard kind of interchangeable matchup wise, and then Darren Waller.
1: Yeah, but, I, I have no problem with that. I would flip flop Hawkinson and Kittle. Um, I, I like the Vikings a little bit more.
0: That's fair, but yeah, you know, like like Tyler said, if you see you're doing a draft and you see a couple of those guys come off the board, kind of be aware of that. If you can grab one um, at a good ADP, get him. Uh, if you miss out on those six because you're focused on other players, I'd go ahead and just wait. Get Evan Ingram in the. 8th, 10th round, whatever he falls to. Big like, Dulcet, yeah, who, yep. who I'm really high on. There's, there's a handful of guys that are going to catch four, five, six touchdowns this year. Uh, take your shot with those later in the draft. But if you're going to draft a tight end thinking that's a, that's a matchup you want to win every week, you're looking at those six.
1: Moving on to kickers, and I am going to <laughs> share my thoughts after, after Johnny shares his, but Johnny, give me your thoughts on kickers in fantasy football.
0: Yeah, kickers to me, I guess I'm, I'm just, you know, status quo guy. They've always been a part of fantasy football, and I kind of feel like they always will be. So I always think, you know, uh, kicking field goals is a failed drive. You know, as a quarterback, I never wanted to see my kicker step on the field unless it was for an extra point. Um, and so I kind of feel that way when I'm doing fantasy football, which offenses are going to score the most touchdowns, which offenses are going to get you into game winning scenarios where a field goal um, is the only option. Uh, you know, I look at the greatest quarterbacks in the league and I won't consider kickers outside of those marks. You know, Harrison Bucker is the best kicker in the league to me and fantasy wise. I don't care what points were last year. I didn't look anything up about this, but I know Patrick Mahomes is going to lead a lot of touchdown drives, which is going to be a point. Um, and then he's going to lead a lot of game winning drives that could be longtime field goals. Um, and that's just kind of how I view it. Anything outside of that is kind of a wild card to say, oh, the Bears kickers is going to be the best this year because they can't score touchdowns. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of a, a wild shot, I guess. But um, yeah, th- go ahead, go on your kicker vent.
1: <laughs> so my strategy for kickers <laughs> is to convince enough of your league mates to vote them out. <laughs> kind of like what you said, there's just too many variables. Like, like, Two or three times a season, there's always a kicker who has five field goals and wins his matchup, wins the matchup for that owner, and I, I just don't like that. We do all of this work for these quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends that I don't I, – I, and I, I also want to point out I understand kickers win real football games, but we're not playing real football right, here. yeah. And, and there's just too many variables.
0: Um, well, the thing that kills me too is like if, if a team gets shut out, the kicker gets shut out. And he did nothing wrong. It's, it's <laughs> he just, did absolutely nothing to earn that goose I, egg, but he got I it. I do
1: not like kickers in fantasy. There's just too many variables.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. you but know. but
1: it, it, you know, a lot of leagues have them, so I'm just picking a high-powered high offense, and I'm locking in that kicker.
0: Yep, fair. All right, so I got to be honest with you. When it comes to defense in fantasy football, um, in the past, before this year really, I've kind of always looked at it as like, okay, this defense is a powerhouse. This defense has a bad division. And I've cared about the defense and I've thought long term. Something I stole from Tyler in our draft last year was he mentioned that he only cares about the first three weeks. He's like, I might change my defense every week this year. Um and so I'll give you a little bit more time to explain that that theory, but I liked it and I subscribed to it last year and it benefited me a lot.
1: Yeah, so you, you want to look at your the the defense that you like, you want your defense to have a decent first three games. After that, it's a revolving door for me. So, like, the Browns last year opened up with, like, t- three terrible teams, and I drafted them every single league I could. And, and it worked out pretty good. Again, defenses defenses in fantasy football, they're a part of the game. Again, I don't really like them for dynasty purposes because everybody's got one, maybe a backup. So you, you can't really play the revolving door game of defenses. But I really like defenses in redraft. Um, so I, I look at – the first three weeks. And if a team has an easy first three weeks, I'm drafting that defense. And then on week four, I'm hitting the waiver wire. Cause then we've got more statistical data, right? Right. Like we know exactly. after, we know after a month of the season, what these new defenses look like. So I'm, I'm trying to find bad offenses for the first three weeks. And then I'm playing the waiver wire game.
0: Yeah, you know, this podcast is geared towards uh, week 15, 16, and 17. You will never hear us say a word about defenses for those weeks until like week 14. We just have so much to learn. I mean, you think of some of the teams that have a cornerstone player. I think of T.J. Watt with the Steelers. When when T.J. Watt is hurt, the defense is drastically different, where, you know, obviously that, that pertains to the quarterback position and some other offensive weapons as well, but um, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's just so much that we have to learn on a week-to-week basis that we'll get into in the season, but this is probably the only time you're going to hear us talk about defense on this podcast at all. Uh, when I think about week one, like Tyler mentioned, I look at the week one matchups, and I see, you know, you've got uh, a rookie quarterback playing at Atlanta, um, but you also have Desmond Ritter, who has not proven himself playing against a good Carolina defense. Either one of those might be solid. Um, As far as like, you know, other matchups, Arizona's playing at Washington. You know, I like Washington's defense in week one. Uh, Chicago's at home playing against uh, Jordan Love for the start of his real career. Um, Who knows what Vegas Mm -hmm. is going to put out there at the quarterback position. They're playing at Denver. Um, So, I mean, there's there's some guys I like in week one, but I'm not really going to think about defense past that.
1: Yeah, and I will say, kind of adding on to what you're saying, about week 12 is when you start. Okay, I'm going to be in the playoffs. Who do I like? Well, and the sample size is big by then. Yeah. What defenses do I like for 15, 16, 17? And if I can pick them up week 13, I don't really care about their matchups. I'm already, you know, I'm already in the playoffs. Who do I like in the playoffs? I'm going to pick up that defense. If I've got an open roster spot, I might just carry two defenses. That's pretty rare. I've done that in the past, though. Yeah, you if, if, you know, week 12 is kind of like my benchmark, okay, I'm going to start paying attention to matchups for our playoffs.
0: And that's probably the last time we'll talk about defenses until week 12. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Brothers in Cards. We are a sports cards company committed to glorifying God and loving others through the sports cards hobby. Whether you're trying to rip packs, join breaks, or add to your collection, we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at brothersandcards and check out our subscription box at brothersandcards.com. All right, last week we talked about our all-week 15 team. That's going to be the opening round of the Fantasy Football Playoffs. So if you won your Fantasy Football Round 1, you have now entered into Week 16. Half of the Fantasy Football players in the world are no longer relevant, but you are. This is what we believe to be the best roster in Week 16, according to Fantasy Football. Um, The quarterback we list might not be somebody you think, but give us a chance here and think about what we're talking about with matchups. Um, Again, we are just looking at Week 16, um, nothing before, nothing after, and some of these guys stand out.
1: Yeah, so getting you to your Fantasy Championship is going to be Justin Fields of my Chicago Bears playing against the Cardinals at home. Rushing quarterback upside, uh, lots of pass-catching options. Um, We did not um, list Cole Komet on our tight ends, but I think he's somebody who could take a leap this season because of the new pass-catching options. The defenses will be focusing less on him. Uh, But the Bears have a lot of new weapons, and Justin Fields is always a threat to run a 60-yard touchdown rushing quarterbacks are a cheat code i've mentioned it before so give us justin fields in week 16 heading up our fantasy
0: yeah and and just to you know compliment that i am a passing guy through and through i always look for quantity touchdowns over anything else when i'm thinking fantasy quarterbacks but he is one of if not the best rushing quarterback being a rushing quarterback is a cheat code they're playing against the cardinals the worst team in football at home. They're going to be playing for something most likely at that time. Um, you know, they might get, I guess it's possible that the division could be out of reach by then for them. But they're
1: still going to want to get a win. It's going to
0: a be a home play. game for them. It's going to be a home game that they're trying to, uh, you know, capitalize on. Um, I like Justin Fields in that matchup a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. All right, for me, I like the running backs. I like uh, Nick Chubb playing at Houston. That's a smash. Houston gave up more rushing yards than any other team in the league last year. Uh, Nick Chubb doesn't have Kareem Hunt stealing carries. If he's healthy, he's going to run to the moon and back against the Houston Texans. And then Derrick Henry uh, also is going to be playing at home against Seattle. Seattle was third in rushing yards given up last year. Derrick Henry was second in rushing touchdowns last year. Um, Plus, he just – He's just a different level guy. He's it's the Yeti. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard for him to be not on my list, even if he was playing a hard team. <laughs> but uh, he, he's if playing against him, Seattle playing him, but at we're, home. We're just telling you. Yeah, that, yeah, that matchup is smash. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: So for wide receivers, we are going to give you CeeDee Lamb playing against the Dolphins. The uh, Dolphins gave up a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns last year. That um, projects to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Giving me the number one passing option for Dak playing the Dolphins and then we are also going to give you Justin Jefferson who was listed in week 15 as a flex pool guy but he's going up against the Lions and my goodness if you are a Justin Jefferson owner you're licking your chops if you made it through week 15 And I think Justin could be the guy to get you to your fantasy championship.
0: Yeah, you got to remember that they let Jeff Okuda walk or they cut him, whatever the circumstances were, and they got a rookie corner. Now, I'm sure their best corner is going to be on Justin Jefferson, but they run him all over the field. So I love that matchup. In fact, you know, we mentioned Justin Fields being the quarterback. Kirk Cousins will probably be my second option in this week because he is playing the Lions at home. It's indoors uh in December, which you know, weather has to be a factor at this point. Um, and uh I my my tight end that I like is TJ Hawkinson for the same reason um as we talked about Justin Jefferson against the Lions indoors. Um, you know, you mentioned CeeDee Lamb as your receiver. Uh that they're gonna be playing at Miami. Yeah. So, you know, weather not gonna be a factor most likely there. Um where it could be in places like, you know, Denver where uh Um, Russ is going to be playing, you know, in December. Um, So, yeah, my tight ends are TJ Hawkinson. As always, Travis Kelsey, like we mentioned earlier. He's on a planet of his own. I don't really care what the matchup is. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football. Um, But outside of him, I like TJ Hawkinson's matchup the most there as far as tight ends go.
1: Yeah, not listed on our tight ends was uh, Mark Andrews, who is playing the 49ers. And we don't like playing against the 49ers. Ever. Uh, So for our flex pool uh, for week 16, the running back matchup in the uh, Falcons Colts game is going to be a great one to watch. So give us Bijan, give us JT. Uh, That should be a, there should be a lot of rushing yards in that game. Two defenses that don't uh, protect against the run very well. Uh, Our next guy is Christian McCaffrey. Again, if you got him, you're playing him, Uh, but they're playing against the Ravens. McCaffrey, Catches the ball, rushes the ball. He might even throw one. Who knows? (laughs) And then to round out our flex pool, give us Stephon Diggs against the Chargers. I know he's making the news a lot about how unhappy he is. They will get that figured out. The Chargers were not great against the pass, so Stephon Diggs into our last flex pool spot.
0: I think it's so interesting about the Diggs situation because he was every quarterback that he's had, he's loved at first. Yeah and then they don't win the Super Bowl, and then he's the problem. I mean, he loved Kirk. Kirk talks about the reason he felt so welcomed uh, in Minnesota. He quickly became friends with Adam Thielen, but Stephon Diggs was, like, excited for him to be there. Um, then, you know, you fast forward through a couple of years, he gave Stephon Diggs great tape. You know I mean? He, yeah. gave, he, he connected on a lot of big plays for Diggs. But then, you know, they don't win a championship. He wants out, goes to Buffalo. You hear about him and Josh Allen, best friends. They play Madden together. They play Call of Duty together. They're closest could be. They didn't win the Super Bowl two years in a row, and he's like, I'm not happy I went out. Like, dude, I don't know, man. Divas, my, what I always say about diva receivers is when they find their spotlight, they'll be great. Any other situation, though, like like Odell in Cleveland. I was a diva who did not find a good spotlight. Um, so that was a problem. So you just know, want the ball, man. I get it. I get it. I really do. But like when you when you make your top five list of quarterbacks and you whine about one of them, you yeah. know what I'm saying I just don't understand. I don't really don't understand. But you know there you go. That's our week 16. Uh, all week 16 team. Hopefully you guys make it through round one. We look forward to hearing you brag about how much you learned on the week 15 podcast and that's how you got there. <laughs> Fun fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun, fact, fun, fun facts. facts, fun facts, fun facts. My fun fact is that my first ever touchdown pass in college was on an audible at the time. I was QB three itching to become QB two working on, working my tail off for it. And I finally got an opportunity to play. And my coach said, do not change the play unless it is third and long. Um, And so, you know, we were winning. It was a winning situation. That's why I was in the game. And uh, we ran the first play, didn't get anywhere. We ran the second play, didn't get anywhere. I think it was like third and eight or third and nine. And I get up there and it was pretty clear that they were blitzing like everyone so I called max protection and I called all slants and I threw a 50-yard touchdown on third and eight for a slant dude it was uh, Kyle Roundtree shout out to Kyle Roundtree uh caught a slant the dude didn't get him and he took it 50 yards by himself so a little fun fact for
1: you so my mom is one of our listeners so mom an audible is when a coach calls a play and the quarterback says no I don't really like that I'm going to change the play so that's what Johnny did
0: yeah I uh probably did that more than my coaches liked but here we are
1: (laughs) I'm going to piggyback off of you for my fun fact. I was lucky enough um, to start as a freshman. And my third start as a freshman. In I college, actually, right? In college, yeah. yeah. I actually had an interception from my linebacker position. In
0: your first start? Third. Third start. Third that's start. Still, that's still wicked. Took All it right. back
1: like 10 yards. Uh, I don't remember who tackled me, but it wasn't the quarterback. So I'm good.
0: <laughs> that was one benefit of being a, a, a bigger quarterback in the AI. I was like 235 my senior year. So if I think I only threw two picks my senior year. But one guy, it was like a little DB and I had a clear shot at him and just like rock. I mean, Got your revenge. T- yeah. Big time, big time. Um, but yeah, most of the time I wasn't making a tackle fight through a pick. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, again, I want to remind you that next week we're going to be talking about champions, uh, trophies and punishments. Please find us on social media on Instagram. At week 15 podcast and our brand new facebook group week 15 podcast uh join it tell us about what you guys do to the person who gets last in your league and we want to see pictures of that trophy
1: also be on the lookout for joining us for a mock draft we're going to be, oh, yeah. we're gonna be yeah. doing a little uh promotion here uh sharing some of our stuff on your socials uh going to get you a chance to sit in a chair right next to me and johnny and do a mock draft live in the studio with us a lot of fun be on the lookout for that and i think that's going to do it for this episode
0: yes sir we will see you guys next wednesday god bless